Whether you're on the go with a summer vacation or decide to spend your free time with a staycation, the No-So's got you covered. Relive your favorite era of wrestling with New Gen on a Mission, Wrestling Warzone, Extreme Three-Way Dance, or the Ruthlessly Aggressive Podcast. Keep in touch with the modern era with GC Dub, Clotheslines and Headlines, You Know What That Means, and Viewer's Choice. Or sit down and nerd out with No Holds Barred, WWE War, or The Wrestler That Was. It's summertime, and the living is easy. Because you've got the North-South Connection. NorthSouthConnection.com Once upon a time, two men decided if they were making the cut. Then they made the cut. And now JT and Aaron are talking everything from wrestling to pop culture and beyond because it's no holds barred. Will you back down, turn and run? Or stand up with the best? When you're back to the wall, what will your answer be? Will you run for the door? Will you run out on me like it's hard? It's no no holes barred. You think Vince secretly wishes he recorded that song himself? I'm sure he has. You think he sang it during sex? Oh yeah. Not to Linda though. No, no, no. He's, with with he's Linda, there's probably, there's probably a bunch of holds barred with Linda. I'm sure Linda's she's eyes. don'ts and won'ts and can'ts. Only for him, though. When she's out in the town, it's open for anyone. Fucking party time. Mm. Party time here on Noel's Bard, where Always. we're every Saturday we hear both audio and video. Any podcast application, audio format for video, we're here on YouTube. You can subscribe right below. You can leave a little like ski for this video and a comment or two. We'll cry if you did that. And uh, like I said, we're here every week on Noel's Bard every Saturday. Uh, twice a month, we're doing drafts with our friends. And then our yes. friends leave, and the other two weeks a month, we are doing a trip through the matriculation of every WWE world title change of all time. We are in 1999. How many have we done? Do you have the number? Quick. Uh, Hurry up. What is it? Now. Whole, Fuck. I don't, I don't know. Hurry up. Hurry up. Hurry up. 43 times. We've done 43. 43. This is our 44th title change. We've done every single one until now. Uh, I miss our friends when they're not here. <clears throat> depends. The we talked about how 1997 into early 98 really shaped the um top of our list. Our last episode uh ended up being one of the worst title changes we've done, and that was a bottom three all time. And that was Mankind versus The Rock at the 1999 Royal Rumble, which we're not fans of. and Next up tonight, we're going to be talking their third title change, or fourth, I guess, technically, if you count if you count uh, ah. the Deadly Games, that would be one, two, three, fourth title change in yeah. the series that we're going to cover tonight. Did you think I was frozen? I don't know. I can't tell anymore. <laughs> I, I caught a glimpse of myself, and I'm like, I wonder how still I could be. Who do you think it could be more still, you or I? Oh, you. One, two, three, go.
I think I won. You don't have crippling ADHD. Um, so uh, halftime heat, January thirty first, nineteen ninety nine. So I could not watch this. I so this was on USA Network, right? You had to switch over to USA, and are you frozen? Yeah. Me either. Um, so I couldn't watch this. So so this is during the Super Bowl, and no USA. Do Network. you get the Super Bowl in Canada? We do, but I'm going to say something. So. There was a period, I forget when it happened. I want to say it must have been around 2001, 2002, where the Canadian government passed a law that, I don't know exactly what the law says, but what it amounted to was that we were no longer able to get the USA feed commercials. Oh. So, like, part of the, I mean, if you're not, like, I'm not a big football fan, but I would watch the Super Bowl. Right. And I would watch it just for the commercials, but it'd be that little, I always wanted to see the Bud Bowl with the beer bottles running around and all that shit um but yeah they did that and it it killed viewership for a while here until people found workarounds it's such a stupid dumbass thing let me watch what i want to fucking watch right fuck the man the uh my buddy's dad who just passed away uh god a couple months ago um one of the first real media collectors i knew he used to vhs record every super bowl oh and this is like in the mid 90s he had done them all it's like from when you could record um so like he had a he had a stack of tapes in his closet wow. uh in the mid 90s i had like every super bowl he'd record it and everything. did they release the super bowl on like dvd or blue i think now? they did a dvd set when dvd sets got hot okay yeah because that feels like a no-brainer like for the league to make money. Oh yeah, I mean NFL Films is like a big deal. Like they do tons of um, DVD stuff, like collections or whatnot. And then NFL Network, um, you know, I was working with them when they first launched, and their whole network was literally NFL Films. Like that's all they used to do. Now I don't think they just show any. It's all more current day content. But at that time, it was all just old NFL Films compilations, old Super Bowl, greatest hits Super Bowl stuff. Um, so I'm, I'm pretty confident they did a DVD release uh, of all the Super Bowls. And then Sports Illustrated used to do one, too, of the team that won. I think they did that for, like, all sports or whatever. They would do, like, a chronicle of their season with the, you know, championship stuff included. But anyway, neither here nor there. Uh, I did watch this live. I was in college. Well, it's, a bit, it's a bit here. It's a yeah, bit here. A little here. bit. A little bit here. Not, not there, though. Um, I did watch this live in college. A, I was very not happy during the Super Bowl. Um, this is when the Jets choked away, uh, you know, a chance to be in the Super Bowl for the only time since 1969 uh, to that point, the closest they got. They made the AFC title game. They, they were up at halftime on the Broncos and ended up losing. Um, oh, is this the Bronco win year? This is when the Broncos beat the Falcons. The Jets, I'm win? confident. And, and piss off Jackie, but I'm confident the Jets would have killed the Falcons just like the Broncos did because the Jets were legit that year. They went, they went like 12 and one down the stretch uh, and were pretty locked in. So I think they would have won that game pretty handily. I can already see Chad typing. Um, but I think uh, the Falcons were a fake 14 and two. They weren't winning that game. They weren't winning that game. Um, they shouldn't even beat Minnesota. Anyway, would Minnesota have beat the Jets? Uh, maybe. Minnesota was legit. Randall Cunningham was awesome that year. Uh, I think Vikings, Vikings, Jets was the Super Bowl everyone wanted. We didn't get. Hey, who do you think would have won the 1993 Stanley Cup if Toronto had made it? Probably Toronto. Maybe. Yeah. 
Sounds like Toronto. When are we starting the hockey podcast, by the way? That's that not happening? me. That's not, that's not... <laughs> Chad Campbell, when are we starting hey! starting uh, set of pucks? <laughs> there he is. <laughs> From Montreal to Memphis, hockey edition. <laughs> pucks and pricks. <laughs> pucks and pricks, yeah. <laughs> No, I mean the Falcons were. I mean, I don't know. They were. They were pretty good, but uh, pro- probably the AFC was stronger. Right here. That's my analysis. None of these things mean anything to me, but that's good. I'm glad. I'm happy you guys have this. Thanks for popping in, Chad. Unless you want to hang out, and watch halftime heat. What do you want to do? You want to hang out? Talk. All right, Chad's gone. Um, okay. All right, so we're all queued up. Let's dive in. Uh, like I said, I did watch this live in the dorm uh, during the Broncos. It was a big deal at the time uh, because they also debuted the Attitude commercial, right? Or was that the year before the Attitude? No, was this Get one? it? Yeah. That one? No, not that Get one. It? This one, the Attitude commercial where they're walking through Titan Tower and oh, they yeah. throw the guy off the building and Sable. That's like. Not, that's not the same one? Isn't that the same one? Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry it is. But it's not the first, like, good guys. That's not that one. This is, no, yes, no. at the end, Vince has got it. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's at the end. Yeah, so that debuted in the Super Bowl as well. Um, yeah, it was a pretty pretty big deal for WF. Like, they weren't public yet. A year before this, they had Tyson, but the, they were still in the tank, and, like, WCW was routing them. And here they are a year later. Kings. WCW is flailing. They're back on top. And they're uh, like having a show at halftime of the Super Bowl with a commercial airing during the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, pretty big deal. Get it? Was this a celebrity death match too? Uh, was that with the one with Austin? I never, again, that was something I never got. Right. Uh, I, Chad, mean, can I you know... look that up. I'm curious since you're hanging out anyway. I love how you're using Chad as a, as a secretary for some reason. Yeah. Oh, well, I, yeah. I do like Tim. Uh, Tim you want to sit in the producer's seat? You got to produce. You gotta be a czar. Uh, you you probably also had mankind in Chef Boyardee commercials, but not during the game because Chef Boyardee is a cheap right. ass brand. I don't think that shot was necessary, Tim. But yeah, lots yeah. of people like Chef Boyardee. Fuck Chef Boyardee. I'm not um, a fan of him. All right, so, so what, what year was Super? Bowl? I don't know numbers for Super Bowls. What was 32? Was that 97? 1932. Okay, the year before 98. Okay, so that was Broncos Packers. Um, the Broncos win that one too. They won back to back, yeah. Did the Packers win back to back also? They went back to back, but they didn't win both. Oh, they okay. beat the Patriots, then they lost to the Broncos, then the Broncos beat the Falcons. Um, so the year before Celebrity Death Match, that was with Austin. That was a big deal too. Uh, so anyway, big deal here. We're on USA. They were airing a full episode of Heat uh, during the game. Then they cut away when they went. They went live when the game went to halftime. Um, this was live in the arena. In the in the it wasn't taped before. Uh, you know what? I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. Halftime heat must have been taped before. Probably. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because they're doing all kinds of camera cuts and stuff. So yeah. But my point is they went live to it. Like they were showing canned heat stuff before that. Like they're showing video package, Jamiroquai canned heat. Um, they're showing that before (laughs) and then they went live, live to, to the ring when it was time to go. So, um, all right. Anyway, fuck off. off. Let's start. Uh, we are queued up. I am on twenty-seven twenty-five on the cock. I am two hours thirty-eight forty-six. On the <laughs> best of long... mankind. Oh, on... okay, the best. Oh, forget it. Don't even, <laughs> don't even follow along there. Um, all right, we're pausing Peacock. If you go to, you have to go to Heat. Uh, the Heat category. Go to season two, and then it's in. It's like the episode from January thirty-first. All right. Or if you're on the network, just type in halftime. Maybe. Okay. Here we go. Three, two, one, and play. 
What's wrong with mankind's head? Is he shaved in front of his face? He's got the the Bigelow <laughs> Baldwin. Uh, no, I think it's it's the tape from the the cut from uh, the Rumble. Oh, oh yeah, because this was filmed like two days after, right? right. Yeah, yeah. He's still I, selling the. I cannot stand that they play his music. I know. Like he. Is this this is their first ever empty arena match, right? I know the most famous one is Lawler and Funk, but, no, but WF wise, I think this is the first one they ever did. Hmm. You think Sean had many matches against his sobriety in an empty arena? <laughs> empty house. <laughs> empty house, empty marriage. I love that he's got Vince with him for this. Oh, he's not even wearing the tracksuit top. He's got the, uh, okay, the cutoff. Done... This is better. I... That looks better. It looks I better. can live with this. I think it's the V-neck of the tracksuit. Yeah. Like I wouldn't mind seeing a a well endowed woman in that tracksuit. Right. Yeah, that'd be a lovely image. Well, he is. I mean, he's got the tits. That's the whole reason this is going on, right? So, oh, Vin. I sorry, I forgot Vince's solo commentary for this. Oh, he does. Yeah, uh, I think this is in Phoenix, right? Is that what? Phoenix sticks out for me for some reason. What would, Vince just said he doesn't have to dignify defending the championship in this manner. Why did he have to? I'm sure that, again, I think this is what we're missing in this feud is the week-to-week. We talked about this last episode. Um, I think we're missing some of that throughout this time period uh, is that we don't have the week-to-week evolution of how this stuff all came to be. But I'm sure he was forced by, you know, Sean or Linda or something to do this. So we're getting the uh, pandemic 2020 acting that that goes with wrestling. Yeah, for some reason, this one doesn't bother me as much. No. Although, like, it, it... Like, the crowd really masks how much fucking noise Mankind makes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, there's no way him and his wife are having sex with the kids in the house with that amount of noise. Well, the funny thing is, like, you referenced Pandemic Era. This is kind of their first cinematic match as well, because as we'll see as they go through, I know you haven't seen it, they do a lot of um, camera cuts and different angles, and, like, you could tell it's... Kind of cut together a lot of like first person views and stuff. It's um, it's like this or the I guess the boiler room would be an early attempt at that too, right? Yeah, yeah. But this but, is probably but they like didn't do a lot of that stuff in the boiler room. They didn't do like first person camera yeah, angles. I guess it was just they do that no, here, that's right. where you're like looking from the view of the wrestler. I just don't. What is the advantage of fighting in the empty arena? I think the idea was that it benefited Foley. A, As there the was no help. Favorite? Well, there's no help from the corporation. So Vince just, is there. <laughs> it's just Vince. It's just Mick, though. There's no other. I mean, just Rock. There's no other other people that could really. I mean, Vince isn't going to do anything. And then, I think it's that Foley had the entire arena at his disposable disposal to destroy the Rock with anything doesn't, he wanted. Doesn't he have that? Every no, time? there's all fans in the chairs. Like now, he can just go and do what he wants. You know. Right, but he with there's fans, he could assemble a posse of some kind if he wanted. Right. Probably not going to happen. <laughs> And again, I, I think we'd have to watch the week to week to really get the gist of why they're doing it. But yeah, it's Flo- only love, the most. Oh, God, you know, I just love pissed off Vince just standing yeah, there furious. So Might as well be into Chatterton. Um, is that the most? Is is man kind of most slovenly like thrown to get a slop of a world championship contender here? Like he's got this shirt. Over the job squad shirt, a sock on his hand, bandages around a head under a mask. It's like, yeah, I guess maybe he ups himself in late 99. 
Yeah, as soon as you said championship contender, like it, because I can think of like more slovenly wrestlers, but right. not. But world title main event level guy. He's gonna win the world title dressed like that. <laughs> yeah, like a clown. Um, Tim Cable's with us as well in, in the producer seats, uh, saying it's. This is what we talked about last episode, right? It's like it's crazy that on top of the brutality of the Rumble, two weeks or a week later, whatever this is, they're running this Looney Tunes crap out there. But... I'm gonna put this here just so everybody sees for a moment how beautiful Bret Hart is as a woman. He is, He's a and I cannot woman. focus while He's this a very is handsome going woman. <laughs> very handsome woman. Um, I do like this casual kicking and piling the chairs. Yeah, there. it looks cool. I, again, I think this. From what I remember, this match is okay until they start doing like the nonsense the with bullshit. the camera angles at the end. Yeah. Okay, so we know how long the match is going to last. Second half begins in 15. Oh, they're going to start the clock. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just when. Oh. Um, that doesn't mean the match is going to last that long, but that's when they're going to no, jump out. But that's of the life. brilliant to put up there because you don't want people flicking. Right? right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. You don't want them going back and forth trying to see the where the game's at. He has to go on commentary here. <laughs> I wonder if the was the Bud Bowl still going on at this point. So yeah, you don't know that either, huh? You're out of the loop. No, the Bud Bowl, I know. Okay. I talked about it earlier. Do you not listen when I talk? No, you freeze half the time. So I I can't tell. I don't know what you're saying. But I meant you would have been out of the loop on this one about the Bud Bowl. Um. So anyway, I don't know if the Bud Bowl was on There's or not. I don't know if the puppy bowl was on or not. I'm not that sure. That wasn't where we're at. yet. That wasn't yet. The, bowl <laughs> the, was the lingerie bowl. That was later too, I think. I don't think we got that. So, what do you, you think they just filmed this in the afternoon? Sometime before. It had yeah. to be before a live show. So, yeah. whatever, maybe the Raw the week before, they probably did it because the Rumble was in California, right? Yeah. Anaheim. Um, I'm guessing raw. Like I, I could swear this is Phoenix. I don't know if someone can. We get two producers in the in the chair here. One of you can check it out. But um, I feel like it's this is in Phoenix, which would make sense if raw. One of you should send me nudes too. Was probably you don't want. Trust me. Um, I think raw was probably in Phoenix the next night or something, and that's where they taped this or whatever. But it's um, like if, here's the thing though: is if, if you're not watching, if you're not a wrestling fan. And you turn this on. What do you think's happening? Like I know, right? Hey, there's two guys walking upstairs in an empty building. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Tim calls it too. He's like, it's just, it was a case where they had too good of an opportunity to pass up, looking yeah. for the audience. Now that said, though, you could have just not done Rock Mankind. Um, but I'll say this: I like, <clears throat> I like the way they did it because this is one thing they wouldn't have done as well. I think in the '80s. I think in the '80s or something, they would have ran it in an arena. And tried to pretend like they were live. Mm. Um, yeah, you know they're pretending they're live here, but it's a little bit—it's a little more believable, right? Because it's believable they'd be in an empty arena during the house. Like, what's not believable yeah. is they would be running a show during the Super Bowl that they're cutting into. It's probably not the case, right? I guess they could run one, but I, I don't know if they usually run Super Bowl Sunday house shows. Um, and uh, it probably Matt A if they do, is my guess. Um, yeah. So it's less that, likely yeah. that they'd be showing something live with a crowd. So Montreal yes. yeah, the Montreal Canadiens have a running tradition of doing afternoon shows on Super Bowl. There's always yeah. one, right? Every so it's like year. matinee stuff or whatever. Oh, this um, stair bump is pretty brutal. <laughs> but I think, 
<laughs> the end's kind of goofy. Where he's like basically dragging himself down. Yeah. But I think um, I like the way they did it because to me it's a little bit more believable that it could potentially be live versus yeah, I... if it was like in an arena. Like, oh hey, we're here, you know, whatever. Or, or you know, it's like um, Chad and I are gonna be talking on Wrestling Warzone, right? With the uh, Robin Hood match, where it's like they're trying to pretend like the match is still going in the arena during Robin Hood, like that it's a half hour long match or whatever. Oh, yeah. Where it was clearly not right. No. Um, I, they could have taken that approach here too, like they're cutting back and forth, but they didn't. So I like that. I I like as much as I'm asking questions about the empty arena. I think it's cool. I like when they do different things. I think the only thing that maybe that maybe they could have done different is like maybe do like a big tag match to showcase more characters. Yeah, yeah. Um, like Austin, yeah, they could have done there. The, fucking. So I guess they were kind of making it like they had a show going on because they got Kevin and Michael Cole, uh, and they were showing matches before this. So I don't know. Yeah. I, I think one way they could have done it is do a big superstar tag in front of fans and just admit it was taped earlier in the day, yeah. but you get to see it exclusively during halftime. Or or do it in the empty arena. Like I think that would have been fine too. Yeah, but I think you want to show off the crowd almost. Like the crowds are so rabid during this time if you're uh, trying to yeah. look new viewers like seeing that crowd rabid uh, if you do a tag Austin and Foley versus like Rock and Undertaker or Shamrock like whoever you want to throw in there like on the heel side for the corporation. Yeah. Um, but that was Yeah. That was a pretty egregious camera cut because they were out in a hallway before and now they yeah, cut yeah, back and they're just back. in a different room completely cotton candy and they're fighting with are they gonna fight with the cotton candy yep looks like it well at least the as pole. soon as the cotton candy is thrown <laughs> that i'm deducting a star from the match all right tim is uh confirmed this was taped on january 26th uh so that's prior to the raw that would air on the first so they used to do the oh yeah they would tape they would do the live raw the next night tape for the next week so this would have been before they taped the next week's so episode. Just burning Mr. Sacco. I mean, like some of this is funny. Like there, it's yeah, it's like a Tupelo concession brawl callback, oh. right, or whatever. So great spot where like Foley like put his hand on the oven and burned yeah, it. Burned. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing I will say is this might be too hokey for a non wrestling audience with the sock and like maybe I don't know. They're not really being hokey though. When he just did the put the sock on his hand and then threw it in the oven and killed it. Well, that was kind of funny. I, I liked I, it. But it wasn't like um they're not being completely goofy. No, but I think you need to understand the character of mankind and the what the sock is to, right. to understand that bit at all. And I guess he had a little bit of um notoriety between the Chef Boyard stuff yeah. and whatever else. Like Tim confirmed Phoenix Convention Center. I thought it was Phoenix. I do love the hot the sound the hot dog buns made when they hit his head was <laughs> Again, I'm cool with all this. I think I think it only gets kind of hokey to me at the end. Yeah, because the hot dog buns, it doesn't it's not an attack, it's an insult. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, like, yeah. There you go. Bottle of Jack. <laughs> he just told him to not make a mess. That's some good shit. <laughs> good spot there. Drinks the jack and fully punches him and he spews it everywhere. Oh. Oh. Feel bad forever to clean up this kitchen. They must hire a crew, right, to come in after. Yeah, or their like own some... cold yeah. cleaning crew, their ring crew, whatever. A bag of popcorn. That's pretty funny. It is, but it's the way he's selling it that yeah. I struggle with. Like, yeah, but I think that could actually knock you over a little bit. That's a pretty big bag, and a foley swinging it. It's not like it's a kid swinging it. It's a bag of popcorn. <laughs> There's a lot of momentum. Fucking I think that was actually a callback, isn't there? Foley talks about his book, wasn't there? Like some. Um, 
him versus Owen Hart in some house show and like Owen was using a bag of popcorn and selling it or so like I feel oh. like this was like a callback spot. Here we go back to catering. Oh. Let's see uh, what luminaries we see in these chairs sitting in the cafeteria. I guess here. I guess the, the the theory is is that these people understand a match is happening. Uh, in the back. Yeah, I guess they're the crew. Yeah, it's either the ring crew or agents or whatever. We'll see. Because if not, like two people come in fighting, it's obviously strange. No, it's definitely supposed to be like WWE crew members or whatever. Is we'll see if we lady? see Terry Taylor. I feel like he'd be the guy sitting there. Oh, it's just a pile of cups. <laughs> oh, that poor salad. salad. Oh, is that ham? Did he just call him a fat fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Spaghetti sauce to the face. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm digging this. It's funny. I watched um, Uncensored 95 and I was mm -hmm. writing Jenny, Jenny Smith. And I was like, I'm watching it. And she's like, how do you like the nasties uh, Harlem heat match? And I fucking loved it. It's an amazing match. It's a I great know. match. And this is what this is reminding me of now. Like, yeah. Yeah. Sherry eating shit, which comes flying in is like so good. <laughs> They're all slipping and falling. <laughs> no, that, that's a lot of fun. Yeah. But th this is giving me those vibes. Yeah. yeah. He's such a mess. <laughs> it's a good, it's, it just feels like two guys who got into a fucking crazy bar brawl or whatever. You know what I mean, like that's the yeah. vibe you get. Like, just two guys that hate each other, get drunk and beating the shit out of each other throughout a bar. Throughout a Did he lane. lose a shoe? Yes. Yeah, he lost it a while ago. Okay. I just don't want to see anything nasty like a rock bottom on the concrete floor. No, I don't think there's anything too like crazy in this match. Which again is what I was talking about in our last episode, where you come off of. Foley nearly, I mean, he should have been dead. And now he's doing this like two weeks later. You know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know any way around it besides just not doing that murder, death, kill at fucking, yeah. fucking rumble. Or not do this. But I like this more. <laughs> yeah, this is like kind of, and you almost, you don't want to take this away from Foley. Because it's <laughs> such a big moment for him, you know, like that he's the guy they're putting out there on the Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh, that could hurt a, a glass full of uh, a bowl full of ice. The guy's all slipping. Out. The guy just threw him a coke or whatever that is. He called That's him. Me. He said, "Chico, throw me a coke." <laughs> Fuck the rocks, the best. <laughs> he pours it on. His yeah, head. This, this match is good for him because it showcases his ability to just be like a prick and run his mouth, <laughs> and it's like right up his alley. You can hear everything he's saying. Yeah. Vince speculates that it's on the office. I do yeah, like yeah. the effect that who is in this office? Let's find out. This looks like the office of like a auto repair shop or something. You know what I mean? Like you go to the yeah. back into the manager's office. Just sit here while we change the tires. Yeah. I love that the camera had to run to it. I like that it doesn't look prepared. Phone's yeah, I don't know who's in this office. Please tell me Rocks can answer the phone. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Mouth is full with the rocks boot. Yeah, I'm just I just want to know when my car is gonna be ready. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the office like Tommy Boy or something. You know what I mean? Like that. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's got that 80s wood paneling all over the place. The phone is ringing again. I just, seriously, when are my tires? <laughs> this match is like worth the full rewatch with like audio up fully. So you like you yeah. got rock, you know, as Tim's wonder, like rock talking shit. He's yeah. almost like calling the match with Vince. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's making mankind talk on the phone. <laughs> this is so stupid, but it's good stupid. Like, yeah. because it's all, it's, it's self-aware. 
it's yeah, self-aware. it's self-aware. It's all in the realm of reality. Like this chick just like melting at the rock right now. Yeah. <laughs> Calls her fat. Look fat at all. He's one. He's just overcompensating for the tits. Yeah, no kidding. Mankind must have been so gross to touch right now with all oh, the yeah. fucking food and ketchup caked into his arm. And he's definitely the most, like I said, when he wins this, is like the sloppiest looking champion of all time. When he wins this, like the outfit was already ridiculous, and then he's just covered in all these stains and fucking food. No bueno. Right. God, this day, this arena is like backstage is so dated right now. The purple and green carpet, the oh, fucking yeah. wood accent. Yeah, and you know they're gonna have to pass a carpet cleaner. KK and Shane too. still call the match in the arena. Yeah. Who are they calling the match for? <laughs> Themselves, I don't know. Capel says, uh, "Rock and Big Show got two for one tit surgery in January '98." Nice, nice. Yeah, you guys, rock unloading. I think it been 99. Yeah, schmucked. I guess, are they outside? Yeah, I guess I don't know, like a loading dock. Loading dock. Vince screamed it a few times. A loading dock! I'm surprised he didn't, like, mispronounce it like the, the back, back lot bra. Or, or, or say, have a weird word for it, like, right. the box shipping area. <laughs> <laughs> The loading da. I, I do like that Vince right now, I don't know if you're hearing the commentary, but he's he's basically like gone into full Vince face commentary. Oh yeah, yeah. He's like over the top. The most incredible match in WWE of history. Yeah. <laughs> what is... what is that man doing? If that man that man is a forklift driver, should not he should be backing up. He should not be <laughs> yeah, in no, there. Well he can't back up. Look, he's gonna room. What's he doing there? <laughs> he was uh loading uh looks like kegs. It's kegs. It is kegs. See, this is this is where they lose me. Yep. It really was till the end. I thought everything else was great, honestly. Yeah, I like the rest too. Right here is rough. I don't know. Have you seen the finish before? I know you haven't seen the yes, match. Yes, I've seen the finish. And this is exactly the kind of finish I fucking hate. Yeah, yeah, it's stupid. Now the guy leaves. The guy's totally calm while this brawl is happening. <laughs> he was shook. He was just he's in got shock. His, he's got his kegs 15 feet in the air for some reason. Yeah, let's see. This is stupid. Like, we're seeing it oh, from this... Rock's angle. We're seeing it from the keg. I can see the camera being from the keg, fine. But why are we seeing like Rock's view of what's coming yeah. down? That no, doesn't like make this. sense. And there's no the... camera there, so yeah. it's like obviously there's no camera. You could at least argue there's that a camera with the kegs. You could put one there. But and why want... would there be a camera where Rock is and you don't see it again? Yeah, and I want at least some part of Foley touching the Rock's body for the thing. right. Instead of just sitting on this. Otherwise, why aren't we just running people over with cars and like letting them? Yeah, they could have done a better finish. Beep, beep, you know? They could have done a better finish. Why not pin him under that and put him in the mandible claw and then Rock gives up or whatever because he's like trapped in no way out, you know? Yeah. And that's it. They go out hard to the. Or drown him in a bowl of punch or something. Or bolognese from the buffet. Any one of those would have been better. All right. Well, that was fun, actually. I haven't seen that in forever. Um, no, I'm good with that. Um, so we rank these things in uh, five categories. Mm-hmm. Uh, match quality, significance, the moment. Um, after mags. Uh, build and after mags, yes. Yeah. Um, so listen, I was I was angling towards a seven on mm-hmm. the match, but I really hate the finish. 
So I think Ah, fuck it. I laughed a lot. I'm still going to go seven. Yeah, me too. Because six puts it equal to the Rumble, which we didn't like. Yeah, well, I think the match is maybe better in the Rumble. It's just the ending, right? Yeah. Yeah, true. So that's I guess they're kind of similar in a way. They both kind of have shitty endings. But I had more fun watching this one. So yeah, I'm but we also knew the dread coming with the Rumble. Like, if you didn't know that was coming, it's probably not as bad, you know? Yeah. He also didn't promise with this one to like. Yeah, yeah. Imagine if he promised with the, I'm going to make you guys forget about the rumble. Like, what would it have been? Right, right. Um, significance, again, I don't think this is very high. Here. Well, the title change doesn't have much. It's undone a few weeks later on Raw. Um, but I think the halftime heat piece is pretty yeah. significant because it's their first ever live during the halftime of the Super Bowl. It's a big deal. Um, they did the Attitude commercial. They picked these guys to be the showcase for that. Yeah. Um, it's kind of an announcement that, like, they're not just a wrestling company anymore. Like, they're kind of evolving past that now in 99. We make, we make movies. make movies, Paul. And by 2000, they're publicly owned company. You know what I mean? So it's like publicly traded company. So this kind of starts to march to that over the next year. Yeah. So I'm going to go four. Yeah, I think that's fair. All on the back of halftime heat. I think – are you at all surprised that that – they didn't involve Austin in some way. Yeah. Like, because everyone, like, even you're involving Vince. Like, even if you put Austin and Vince on commentary. Yeah, that would have been fun. And then maybe Austin decks them at the end and we cut yeah. off, you know, we go off on that. But maybe they didn't want to take away from Foley in the moment. Winning. Yeah. And Austin already helped him once. So maybe they thought, like, but I guess if he's attacking Vince, he's not really helping Foley. Yeah. Um, I think even if Austin is popped up at the end behind. Like if, if they end with mankind holding the belt and mm-hmm. then they cut quick and Vince is in the at the commentary table and Austin pops up from behind the barricade with yeah. no fans and decks him on the side of the head and Vince falls and then they cut away. We get one of those Vince like ah yeah, like, that funny. yeah, that yeah. kind of been funny. Um, uh, the moment I, I don't know. This one's like I... it's it's like on one hand, I laugh the whole way through. So I have to give it something for that because it was fun. But it wasn't like I don't feel good for mankind winning. It just feels like this other little speed bump, right? Yeah. So, plus the finish is bad. I think I'm gonna uh, go three on the. Yeah, board. him sitting there on the kegs. Yeah, I mean, I like it better than the rumble. You know, Vince yelling is good. It's, it's memorable. You, like, it, it, I think. How do you think this works as a promotional tool? Do you think it, like, are are they trying to get new fans? Are they trying to win back old fans? Because I, I think they're think hoping someone both. tunes in and sees it. Yeah. Either way. But even if not in that moment, it's something they can say they did for years. Yes. Like they had a world title change at the halftime of the Super Bowl. Yeah. So they, you know, if anything else, it's that. And I do think it got a pretty good number. Um, Tim, I don't know if you could check that real quick for us or Chad, but I'm pretty sure I think it did very well hmm. um, for its slot and what it was. But uh, build, I, I don't know if there was much. It's a week later. Um, you know, I'm going to go same as I did for the rumble. I think it's Three. the same thing. It's like two weeks later, they get to a different type of match, you know, whatever. And look, the aftermath, I don't know. It's, it's like fine. I mean, I it suppose. sets up Valentine's day massacre with, uh, I guess it's not, I quit. No, I'm going to go four for aftermath. What do they do? Oh, last man standing. Right. Yeah. And then they both get knocked out. We don't, we're not going to talk about that match. All right. So that's a 42. 42. Okay, that's not going to be too, too bad. 
Okay, at least we're not tied with anything. No. So where's that at? Uh... Okay, so that's going to land it at the uh, 32nd best okay. title change of all time. So 32nd out of 45, uh, 44. So yeah, that's probably about where I would have expected this to be. Um, we get 11 million viewers, 6.6. I mean, that's that's pretty fucking good. 11 yeah. million people tuned in to watch this. So that's well, and and that's why I that's why I kind of been. I'm glad it did well. Mm. That's why I'm kind of asking if it was like about um, the promotion, like who who they're using should I right. in there. You know, if you're gonna have that many eyes, yeah. Like, I think this would have worked though. I don't know what more you could have done, unless again, if you're gonna have Austin, I think you need the crowd. I think the big tag match or Austin with Vince, maybe. I don't know. I think you need the crowd, though, with Austin. Like, I think Austin and Empty Arena is not hitting as much because you're not doing some of the goofier shit you did with Foley, probably. Right. Um. All right. Yeah. So, you know, I think that that feels about right. Yeah. I was looking to see. I know at one point we had the uh, slate here with our top 10, but I cannot find it. Well, we'll just have to read it and you'll have to imagine. Mm. Uh, so as it stands right now. Immediately now, the number 10 best uh, title change Call of me all now. time. Number 10 best of all time. Hanging on is uh, Hulk Hogan versus Randy Savage. The Mega Powers exploding for WrestleMania 5. And that has 69 points. Just about that, a 71, surprisingly enough, is Mankind versus The Rock from Survivor Series 98, Deadly Games. Like, pretty surprising um, to yeah. me that that ended there. Yeah. I would agree. Uh, number uh, eight is Randy Savage dethroning Ric Flair from WrestleMania 8 with uh, 72 points. All right. Right above that is another Mankind versus The Rock. Uh, and that is from January 4th, 99. Uh, happened December 28th, 98. The one we talked about a couple episodes back. Uh, yep. That was with 72 tied with the one right above it. Yep. Right above it is Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant from the main event, February 88. Uh, but that is Hulk Hogan versus the Iron Sheik. From January of 84. Yeah. Number four is the 1992 Royal Rumble in which Ric Flair wins with 78 Eight. points. And then we got a big jump up to number three, Bret Hart versus The Undertaker, SummerSlam 1997, and that has 90 points. So our top three really is set apart. With yeah, number top two. three is, is definitely a cut. Right. <laughs> number, yeah, two. number two is Steve Austin. Number two, uh, Steve Austin defeating uh, Shawn Michaels WrestleMania 14 with 93 points. And our number one match, world title change of all time at this time, is Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels, Montreal, Survivor Series 1997, 94 uh, total points. So just one above Austin yeah. Michaels. So that's our best. So, so, so far, it's interesting because we've talked about, like, how is this feud going to hold up? We have two close to the top ten or actually two in the top 10 currently from Mankind Brock. And then we have two closer to the bottom. Right. So I'm guessing the mileage may vary depending on what you think of Rock Bottom, of what you think of St. Valentine's Day Massacre that we're, gonna talk, we're not going to talk about. Right. Our next time will be the Raw match. Yeah. I'm curious. I mean, that's going to kind of be the rubber match decider for us, right? That's one yeah. that doesn't stick out too well in my mind. Um, well, it's got it's got like a bullshit finish, I think. Right? Yeah, the giant, uh, the giant Big Show comes out and chokes Sam's Foley or whatever, and yeah. helps Rockland. I think so. Well, I don't know much about the match before that, so we'll see. Um, I think the aftermath may get helped a little bit because now that's the last of the hot potato changes. That one leads us to yeah. Mania, yeah, yeah, yeah. directly. So, 
Um, it also sets up Foley and Big Show for Mania, so there's something there, too. Uh, so, anyway, we'll see. All right, that's it. So, we'll be back next week with another draft. Two weeks from now, we'll be back with that match from February 15th, 1999, Mankind Rock, our final installment of The Feud. Hopefully, you enjoyed this. Check out everything we have to offer at Northside Connection. Subscribe on podcast applications and on YouTube. Yeah. Leave us a comment. We love you. Goodbye. Dookie Strong. Bye, Jockass. Hey!